0: Doodle doop, do doops, doop, doop, doop. Welcome to episode 133 of Tactical Crouch, Kick Tripod here, Yiska, Volamel here, happy Labor Day to y'all. What uh, does that mean? Uh, we celebrate the workforce by only making the lowest paid workers do services for us uh, during the day, like mall workers and fast food and restaurants. And-
1: I bet in high granu- granularity, right?
0: Huh? What? Uh, I meant in
1: high gran- granularity. Can you? Exp- you that's a that's an in joke that only John should be getting, but he doesn't right now. In
0: high granu. Oh, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <fuck> you. <laughs> <laughs> we had an argument on Discord last night about Celsius versus Fahrenheit.
1: Right. Oh yeah, okay, you guys are
2: absolutely spamming me.
1: This is where you come in and just. I'm sitting here doing like, a wild world Quest, and it.
2: Bloop, 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 bloop and i look and it's just an argument about like celsius and like fair i'm like oh my god these two
0: anyways i won it's like so, 4 a.m um <laughs> so that was good
1: everyone hates decimals dude that, that slayed me <laughs> yeah.
0: uh that slayed anyways me. welcome to episode 133 uh show is supported by our patrons so if you like the show go to patreon.com tactical crouch Follow us on Twitter at Tactical Crouch. Join us on Discord at Discord.me slash Yiska out. Uh, especially if you're a sub or a patron, you've got a special role and a few special channels in there waiting for you. And uh, show records Mondays and Wednesdays at noon Pacific at Twitch.tv slash Kicked Tripod. And of course, we're on all of your favorite podcast outlets and YouTube, YouTube.com slash Tactical Crouch. Let's get into the news brought to you by our patron producers, Yiska take it okay, away i'm clicking then, in i'm clicking in yeah. give,
1: give it to me okay uh, i knew it was this refined bean fredinio pin battle crab kuchi kobe lul rex zane audio compass kasha 67 chara nathan your misery hunter Tain, Fabled fable stephen roger B, Owen, chris r3444 uh horbjorn i listened to this podcast was on the toilet or in the shower thinking of Yiska. Brau- Blaukraut bleibt Blaukraut und Brautkleid bleibt Brautkleid. I mostly stumbled through this. It was Somebody... pretty it was better than I expected.
0: Is that how the Heimlich was invented? Is people trying to pronounce what you just said? They're like, "He's choking, we need to come up with a maneuver." And yes. naturally, it was German, so <laughs> Yes. That's yes. how it came. Can you say that yeah. again? Blaukraut, bliped, blau-kraut, blaukraut und blautkreit, blight, bliped, bliped, blaukreit. Dude, that was so
1: good. I can't. Like I'm talking internally. Chat, that was really good. Jesus Christ. Now, okay. Here's the thing. Theoretically, in order to make this very funny, this person would have had to do it twice. And I assume it's Peace Camper, but the the f- hilarious part is you can do it once you cannot under any circumstances do it twice like blaukraut bleibt blaukraut und brautkleid bleibt brautkleid blaukraut bleibt blaukraut und brautkleid bleibt brautkleid okay i just hyped <laughs> myself into actually getting that wow that's amazing that i have great. never been able in my life to do that i'm very wow. i'm i'm very talkative today guys now
0: go for Let's three go. times No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh yeah anyways thanks again to our patron producers uh let's talk about the news and this one comes from our very own yiska uh talking a little bit about shockwave hitting the free agency huh
1: right so i think i need to explain a little bit because of course um i think the the general knowledge about contracts is not that extended and i try to give a little elevator Um, in the article, but basically the majority of contracts are 1 plus 1 in the Overwatch League. What that means, means is when you get signed, you have one year uh, guaranteed and then one year is a team option. So the team can say, we want to sign you for another t- year at the same contract conditions unless otherwise negotiated. So some of them, the team option has an inherent like upgrade in the in the um, in the salary or whatever, right? Um, of course, this contract strat- like that is only true until now because we now have shorter durations, meaning we, we got these three week contracts and we already had the two two week before, right? The unusual part about Shockwave's contract is that there
3: is not a team option. Okay, so it was
1: just a one. Not a one plus one, but a one. That means if Vancouver Titans wants to keep Shockwave around, they have to give him a new contract.
2: They have to pay him a premium.
1: Yes. And of course, they may also logically not collect a buyout for that.
2: That seems like a a misplay, no? like That seems like some... That Big seems
1: like like okay. I don't know what the what the buyout prices will be like, but this seems like a one hundred k
2: mistake. Yeah, like this seems like a, so a, a massive blunder. Like this, yeah, I guess you don't expect that like this team is going to be any good. Like you don't expect any gems, but on the off chance that you get one, at least you have that clause to say, hey, cool, we got one. And we'll just build around him. Th-
1: the thing I is, can't. maybe I. Uh, I don't know. They negotiated for him to not have that, to be able to walk mm. after this, right? That's fair. It's also fair to say that in many cases, these plus one options aren't actually the ones that are being wholly picked up. Most of the time, or very, I, I don't know the frequency, right? Mm. But like, um, renegotiations for these contracts happen, right? That's why nobody's anymore on their year one contract on the very same one right theoretically also because like if it's a one plus one then they logically would have run out at the end of season two anyway right Mm -hmm. Um, but if for instance so logically of course like I won't like but there are players that are still with their season one rosters right so those would have theoretically if the standard was always kept uh, would have had to resign at some point we just mm. never heard of it because like we don't see if they're getting raises or new contracts or whatnot, right? Mm. Unless the orc decides to make that known. Right. So it's a weird one because like in my mind, this is like a ninety percent capster uh talent hitting the market at zero. Yep.
2: Right, and and hopefully, you know, if if
1: if if what you're saying is true, maybe possibly. they
2: negotiated for it. I think that's a great, great idea. Um, maybe this isn't just a complete blunder on the orgs level. Maybe this is just an actual like, yeah, maybe you know, player Shockwave kind of favorite thing
0: was also signed two weeks after the rest of the like the newly signed roster. So you're mid, you're right. you're mm. early May, right? You sign. These six players, Dalton, Suna, KSA, Shredlock, Karkar, and Rolf, uh, You you sign these players to a contract, and then they're either, they're either negotiating with Shockwave during that time, or they weren't sure about that. They could have been running out of money. Like, oh, crap, we need one more person. Like, we don't know. I don't know what the costs uh, incurred were. Like, I'm, I'm imagining that this was not a simple uh, thing to re-budget out signing a new team in the middle of the season after losing mm. um, your previous team and so like yeah yes i think you're right in the sense that shockwave should have been signed longer but sometimes you just don't have money like i should go for the better tires on my car but sometimes i just don't have money so sure. <laughs> sometimes sure. i just don't have the money so like i don't i don't know like i don't I very well could have just been like I don't know this guy's been floating around tier two they haven't brought him up yet there's been some mm-hmm. excitement around them do we want another like gator hawk thing on our on our belt or whatever Where you know like they kind of just I I think they underperformed this year Um, but if you know what I'm That's saying right. right like they came in oh, yeah. a lot of people put Atlanta so high specifically because those two players were coming in I think it was even pre Edison yeah. um um and sharp. And so like, I don't know all that to say, I, w- I would love to hear the story as to why they only signed shockwave to one. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Now this, this isn't part of the news, but I think it's, it's actually super interesting to highlight as we kind of inch closer to the proper off season kind of roster shuffle. I wonder what's going to happen with Zick. Because I think, you know, we'll get to you know what Toronto looked like, but for a guy who came into this team without much expectations, I think he's been an absolute workhorse. I'd love to see him on a team um that's rebuilding for next season that needs somebody that's gonna be like a maybe not a star, but just a good player, just an overall, like just solid guy to have. I think Shockwave is his Shown that there is some talent in tier two, I think Kevster obviously shows that as well. I think there's plenty mm. other talent in tier two that you mm. can pull from. Um, yeah, I think it's time to actually get some some new blood in here and get some 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 pretty pretty interesting rookies. I think we're gonna have a, a good uh, graduating class next year. I have a yeah. sneaking suspicion.
1: Okay, here's but like the one thing that's a, like if if he was to leave, and of course that's not part of the report that there's any decisions made or whatever, right? Um, but if he was to leave, I'd feel bad for at least the coaching staff there, because I think sure. they they deserve some some, you know, like some firepower to work with.
2: I think like the and to be fair, you're speaking of shockwave or Zach. Just to be clear,
1: uh, no. Oh, sorry uh, about shockwave, and then especially now right. talking about yep. the coaching stuff meaning Flubby. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they definitely overperformed expectations. Easily. um, From when they had to pick up. It's like pretty short notice. It's not like a coherent one-stop shop roster. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also like the the entire logistics of it I I imagine to be quite uh, challenging, especially with ping and whatnot. So um, in general, like that should be rewarded uh, in some way, and hopefully also with interests in uh, in or like assurances, it, whatever that means for uh, their continued deployment, employment. And of course, I, I can only see from the outside what this team did. Um, yeah. I don't actually know, of course. Just like with the coaching or sh- the situation, I can't know who the guy is. I just heard mm. here hear good lot. things for fl- or flubby way way before uh this happened or or they they were even picked up so Mm. um yeah i i just uh i just hope that
2: there's something good coming out of this i mean we'll we'll definitely get into it in the the off season or maybe even like season review on like what we hope for some of these franchises going forward um but i think vancouver is maybe not strategically but have found themselves in a good position for 2021, um, all things considered with uh, how 2020 ended up going for them. So exciting. Well, I won't say exciting just yet. Uh, Interesting team to look at in the offseason.
0: Lots of potential. One to watch. American football's back this week, by the way. That's nice.
3: Yeah, what's up with the Lions getting Adrian Peterson? Did I
0: see that right? Uh Uh-huh, I think so.
2: What? AP? I haven't heard that name in years and, and
0: i don't like it boy. when i see
2: the lions in the news
0: yeah F- the lions see
4: F- the lions <laughs> true really, you're is this where i say
1: Gander. whatever you just said is bro okay
2: a smaller story than Messi. minor meatball talk i remember like every day going to high school And listening to the radio going and the Lions have set a new record, 14 consecutive losses, the most in NFL history. Uh It's just like, can we get like a good sports team? Like, just maybe
3: every year. It's just like, oh, they're they might make playoffs. Nope, not
4: today. I don't know. They just suck. Anywho. I'm a a Vikings fan. I don't know. We've
0: never won a Super Bowl, so.
2: Dude, if we had an Overwatch team, we'd be fucking terrible.
0: (laughs) Do you guys believe...
1: Okay, here's my theory, right? Yeah, okay. Do you guys believe that a good sports team changes sort of like... At least a little bit the atmosphere of the city? Yes. 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 Right? Because I remember vividly the summer where we hosted the World Cup. Yeah. And like... That... From my experience... Fundamentally changed Germany mm-hmm. as a as a self understanding culture. Like we used to be very proud of not being proud to be German, yeah. and now we kind of sometimes can bl- bring a flag somewhere, right? Like that's just like the transformation.
2: Only, w- only when you have the correct permit and you filled out the correct paperwork and you've you know located it through four or five different people and your state governor and the senator has to give you a letter of recommendation and yeah. You have to eat exactly four hundred sixty one
1: grams of sauerkraut in front of them in order to yep. verify. That's true. Yeah. Bratwurst,
0: <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I love bratwurst. Thank you for that, by the way. Thank you for brats. Minnesotans have protect sure. uh perfected the brat, but Thank you for introducing it to the world. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> this man lives in oh coffee You, you <laughs> better because, cook it, because we cook it in Fahrenheit. So we, we have, yep, we have yep. a uh, lot uh, I knew this was coming back. Uh, we have a lot better understanding of the temperature. <sighs>
4: this is At one, which is it, we it,
0: roast our dogs. Question. Yeah.
2: Yeah. this might just like out me as an absolute let's go. yeah
0: let's
1: go
2: <laughs> is it just an American thing to do like beer brats because it feels like a very American thing to do beer brats can you explain what that is from my understanding I've never made them but I've only heard like people make them and I've had them and they're, they're quite good it's just brats cooked in beer we do something similar
1: yeah it's not okay. that it's not often though it's more like a, a thing mm-hmm. like I don't know when someone has like a barbecue or whatever, like, right? Yeah, yeah. it's not often some, for us either. It's
0: d- yeah. just for dinner.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day.
0: So the other two thirds <laughs> just of meals. one of the meals.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, just like yep. sausages swimming in be a sort of our culture.
2: Like, I mean, it definitely is. That's why I was like, I don't know. Maybe this is like an American thing that we just bastardize where you yep. just take like something good from another country. It's like, What if we just added alcohol to it? Yeah. Like, it just seems like a very us thing. But I'm glad that it's it's good. I don't like beer. I don't
0: like beer, but I love beer brat. I love a good beer brat. Beer brat. I can't can't even say that for a tongue twister. Send me in beer brat and I can't say that.
1: (laughs) Beer brat brat stays beer brat and whatever. Um, But there's this Simpson episode. I think okay. it's a Halloween episode where So Homer sorry about this by the way with I, I do beer have time filled Germans, And that's like a huge cult thing in Germany Like at what? least where I'm from Like it, he like Either he has a dream or it's like a Halloween episode And he just okay. like has these uh, Like these little Guys that have like Lederhosen on uh-huh. And they're like filled up with beer and he just eats them And he just goes mm, Like beer filled Germans And it's just like <laughs> Are they like gummies or like
0: no, it's just like people. (laughs) He just snacks. All right. Yeah. Very good. I'm sorry, chat. And all the listeners out there. Again, timestamps for YouTube are there, but I you know, you so you can skip ahead to the ones. But we're done now.
2: We're coming back to it. Everybody everybody likes some banter. We'll get to the games, don't worry. We are gonna get to the
0: games. Let's get to the games right now, actually. How's that sound? Perfect. good? Great. Sounds good. We're going to N.A. first, boys. N.A. first. Let's talk about... um, We're just going to kind of go chronologically-ish on all Mm. of that. And we're going to start with the uh, single elimination knockouts. Uh, Boston.
2: Play-ins. Yeah.
0: Boston coming in. I would say upsetting the Houston Outlaws, a team that... Oh,
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, that,
0: certainly. Uh, a team that not only was expected to win but a few had painted as a little bit of a dark horse to maybe make a little bit of a run mm-hmm. in the losers bracket later on um, yep. that did not happen
3: no not at all it's why, why did that not happen my it's difficult so okay,
2: this disclaimer it's difficult to tell why exactly a lot of these teams have lost um in particular because we don't have a ton of data points for these this this meta in particular um obviously the patch coming in changing up everything i was kind of one of the the brow beaters that said that hog wasn't get played wasn't going to get played obviously it has um and obviously houston opted into that and it sounded like houston's been doing incredibly well behind the scenes once again something that has kind of plagued them all season long And their stage performance was not that. Um, I don't know why that is. It's difficult to tell. I don't know that maybe even the. I don't know. It's I can't. I I won't speculate. I don't think it's fair to speculate that in like looking at Paris. It's like I have ideas, but it's like, is it worth kind of commenting on? I, I think it could be a little bit dangerous, but. Yeah, it's disappointing. I think Houston has had potential all season, but they've never just like. Shown what they truly could be
3: um, on stage. And yeah. Okay. Early exit. Right.
1: Disappointing. Are we done with stage. the measure takes?
2: No. Do Do just sure, are, if, roll if out. If you'd like to strike the match, I'll uh, okay. we'll be behind you. So, first one.
1: The idea that Houston's comp was bad makes me tilt off the planet.
2: Yeah. It, it wasn't a bad comp, to be fair. Like, I'll I'll take that and hold that L because I was very critical when because this was the first game of the play. And so I was like, ah, oh, like, I don't see how like this can work. Like, I'm interested to see if like more teams play like this because I can't I don't see this like working within what I think of Overwatch to be. Obviously, that's the case. Houston's comp should and it kind of makes sense for them to be able to do that. They're a team that probably doesn't have a ton of um so looking at specifically this meta, I don't think that they were like particularly well situated to like run a lot of the dive, you know, school of thought. So I think working with the hog stuff makes a lot of sense for them. They have blase, they have hydration, they can kind of run this Washington-esque style, makes a lot of sense. I don't think the comp was necessarily bad. I just think
1: Yeah. It's also the idea that just because the elements of a comp are Mercy uh, uh, mercy Ash against Farah Ash, and therefore Boston's comp is somehow a counter, yeah. or a hard counter to it, is so unreal. Like, I think, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure these two comps over the scrims last week, like it's like 70-30 for the Farah comp, that they win that. That it's the other way around. Like, you guys don't understand. That wasn't a strategical loss. Now, of course, okay, here's the thing. If you never encounter anything that beats your stuff, how could you... Like, why, why? where's the incentive to have a second thing? And of course, maybe you should be robust in, mm. in some regard and have like an idea or ideally would have had baked in the ability into the players to come up with a solution or you use the halftime. Sure. I'll also tell you that is much easier for some rosters that have language that can transport transitive properties. So hybrid rosters coming up with things on the fly is very a lot harder to explain exactly how you think things should go then rosters uh, yeah. that don't have a uh, language problem, right? Also, it's on the quality of the players. How flexible are they? Are they system players? Are they system inventing players? Like, how does that flight um, in, in, in actual
2: flight? How does that work, right? So, which is I think a theme. I think that that whole kind of point that you just made has been a theme for a lot of these more like head scratching matches where it's like, huh, should you be losing to this team when we look at the regular season score with the context of this patch kind of eliminating or at least, you know, challenging the idea of main tanks on certain maps or maybe even as a style as a whole? Is is there enough time to be robust? That's that's kind of my question to the Overwatch League coaches. It's like, is there? Where you, Do you feel like you were given enough time to be robust? Do you feel like you were given enough time to kind of create a a blockade of different compositions to kind of fall back on if the first one kind of, you know, doesn't necessarily hit as strong as you like? Yeah. I think that's kind of what we deserve is a little much, but that's what's that's what's going to happen when you have playoff patches. Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. And as
1: Albert, uh, gem of uh, Florida is saying in our chat, they had an early read on the best comp for them, in my opinion. Unfortunately, it just didn't manifest a match. They've played the far comp into the ash comps and scrim and did so well. It's not, um, it's not like they weren't prepped to handle it. Mm. And that is also, as far as I know, the story of the season for yep. uh, Houston. I, I like maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like we were already after the pretty rocky season two and seven start with Dream on, yep. and that back then there were already pretty good uh like people were like good teams were screaming them, they liked screaming them because like they were good. they were legit right if you then cannot bring it onto the uh on the uh match, that's a hard problem to handle, right and it probably also requires resources. Beyond a team that had to let go of a general manager and a coach in the middle of the yep. season, possibly right now, of course, you cannot excuse everything that's no. uh, that's happening there, right like um, the same thing could be said for uh, valiant, and they prevailed t- throughout this season. Okay. Of course, you cannot expect everyone to be a miracle worker and or a very good talent scout right mm-hmm. also, one major thing that Valiant had going for them this season is that they basically had like a tabula rasa p- position where they actually were in a position to just second guess everyone on the team and have them fight for their spot and earn their spot without like these guaranteed contracts and resources locked up right um, so yeah I, 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 it's I mean it's it, at the end of the day Houston Outlaws finish last in the NA playoffs and that's a very sobering um realization for a team that did well in scrims mm-hmm. and also was projected to be doing better than they were. And of yeah. course, like during the midseason, they had actually kind of like an uptick. but they never found like the potential at this roster by the by the uh, quality of their parts, at least from the outside. And let's keep yeah. in mind, these parts usually, Show themselves to be val- valuable in different systems. So, Echo, mm. I- I'm thinking, uh, or even um, Jackson Rapel, um on Korean rosters. So that is a uh, a change, right? So, and
2: to be fair,
1: um,
2: two quick uh, kind of defense points for for Houston. I think um, I'm still very intrigued about what Rockus did for this roster. So losing him, obviously, kind of mid season, had to have done something, and. If if I'm understanding what Yusuke is saying, and, and maybe he can kind of chime in if I'm misrepresenting mm-hmm. the point, um, the idea here isn't the whole boring scrim bucks argument. This no. is a ongoing theme for this team where they consistently are performing in practice all season long. Higher than what they're able to show on match day. And. We they just haven't been able to shake it. Don't know why. Difficult to tell. Is it resources? I don't know. It's it's disappointing to see the players are there are good, just like, just flat out like easily could be a mid pack team. There's just something not clicking, and it's difficult to tell why. I don't know. That's it, it's just as much
1: like that. Uh, that entire point is not an entire absolvement of responsibility no, for anyone it's involved. Not. It's just like a big question mark where like just like Albert again said in. Uh, In our chat like sometimes you just have these metas where you're doing well in in uh in that specific meta and then match day comes and you run into something and like or even if you see something that you saw before you just can't bring it on that day now that quality is about like if if your team is has that as a problem or if it's a problem of the system of Mm. uh that we're playing is probably decide based on the frequency these issues happen, right? Like if it happens twice over the season where you dominate two metas or two hero pools and then in the end you don't bring it on the server but every other time you do it's very different than when that happens half of the weeks right? Mm. So the frequency um, in that would have to be evaluated and um yeah it's it's a little rough like uh it's it's like that's one of the most frustrating um issues to have, I would imagine to think you have done everything and go with a lot of confidence into that, and then also like just like over the season, you get in. Hammered and, wait we we're doing everything we can in scrims, and then when it's match day, like you know there's like this this confidence thing where it's like you you'll you're stepping on the broken ankle every single time right like mm-hmm. it's
4: it's not a good mechanism to have sad exit
0: sad sad uh okay uh any other thoughts on the, on the boston side of things at all or
2: i think this was like the mm. beginning of uh the the eye, like seeing the world burn like is this just the year that Boston makes it the playoffs and like gives it the old college try and knocks someone out? Doesn't look like it was Boston, but we'll get to that team. We'll get
0: to that team. Let's get to that team. Uh, the Washington justice had, uh, man, I don't even know where to start. So justice go the distance against shock. So they go five maps against shock, sweep, Vancouver fuel and Paris uh
4: yep. analyze
0: analyze me this please tell me so is this let's let's talk about the elephant in the room if we can obviously washington justice signed decay not only that Mm -hmm. uh they signed decay through uh what would you call it a loophole Um, A convenient oversight, uh, whatever you want to call it. But essentially, it allowed Decay to be signed after the signing window. Mm -hmm. And Decay shows up to the Washington Justice. The Washington Justice have already shown these kind of little sparks of kind of like, ooh. Mm -hmm. They get this missing piece. Decay comes in. And then we see a totally brand new Justice um and in a team that is really taking it to really good teams, mm-hmm. yep uh, before we even talk about specifically how Joe, how do you feel about how are you feeling about that right now? Bad.
2: <laughs> not good. i so okay to to kind of dive into that. Um, I get where the league's coming from, and I hope. That this isn't some sort of nefarious like, oh, well, you know, the the ownership's, you know, pissed at the league. So we have to throw him a bone and we need decay in the league because he pulls numbers like I hope it's not that I don't believe that it's that I don't think it's that I'm just like crossing my fingers like, please, God, don't let that be like what what actually happened. What I think happened is that teams were worried going into playoffs that COVID could get worse and they need the flexibility to bring in players just mm-hmm. so happens that the justice use that to sign one of the best players in the league. And like you're saying, I don't think this is solely Decay's uh, doing that. The justice are actually pulling it together. I think they have been on the uptrend As you know, much as we want to kind of uh, grimace at the idea that the justice could be a good team. I think it's a good thing that they're a good, at least a feasible team right now. We'll get into maybe Wednesday on what the justice might be able to do. Um, spoiler, I think they might be able to do a couple more damages before they exit the league. But yeah, I, I decay as a whole, decays move to Washington. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just frustrating. Um, is it, is it, there's nobody really to point a finger at because it's like, I, I understand if there was a little bit more communication, maybe I'm giving the league more benefit of the doubt than they deserve. I don't know. Um, I don't think I'd I'd blame justice here, right? Like, if you're given the chance to sign one of the best players in the league past the signing date, would wouldn't you? I don't know. Like, I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't. It's 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 unfortunate that that's the case. I don't know.
4: It's it just doesn't feel good.
0: Yiska, you are the competition first guy. I think more than any of us when it comes right. to this, the competitive integrity, the spirit of the game, the all that kind of stuff. This happens here. They knock out the Dallas Fuel. They knock out the Paris Eternal. Yeah. A number three seed for the season. All that hard work out oh. the window. Where's Where's Four your wins. head at right now? How much sauerkraut and beer have you had in the past 36 hours?
1: 261, Graham. <laughs> um. Can you convert
0: that to Fahrenheit, please?
1: Uh, times this one, point. You can't, can't hundred grams to... 24. Fahrenheit. Yeah, right. That just happened, though. Um, <laughs> right. So, I think we have to sort of compartmentalize three issues that we see there. Right? First one is justice was allowed to sign decay. Right? Is that an inherent loophole exploitation? We can discuss that. It's a... Um, I think we did. It's certainly like a minor quibble that I have, right? But it's like this, and all the points need to be seen in conjunction, not, um, well, not like ind- independent from each other, right? Yeah. The second point is, um, that the justice were allowed or the the playoff system allows teams like this to play in that, right? Mm? Now here's my thing. I, based on the third point which is we have a playoff patch. Don't actually mind that. And I actually argued against, uh, for this point, last season, based on one s- simple fact. I want competitive um, playoffs. Sure. Last season, I argued, <laughs> funnily enough, with the same team saying, what if the Washington Justice are definitively the best stage four team? We go into the playoffs with the same patch which we didn't end up happening because Sigma sure. came in but anyway and then we actually don't have the best team in playoffs so mm. I, I we argued about like how, make the, how to make the season more fun we could have had a cup at the end it would have been like a rigorous process through which they uh, qualify right sure. if you want to play for, playoff uh, thing then you got adapt it adapted to sort of like the realities of the game this season I said Like we, if we have these hero pool structures and we select for that, then we also have to select or or like use that selection method and play that out in playoffs. We didn't. We're changing everything about this game, and as a result, a healthy amount of uh, blame for this situation is to be put on the patch, right, and not necessarily on the two other. uh, Not only. On the two other aspects, A, Decay was able to be signed Mm -hmm. and B, Washington was able to play play in the playoffs. Now, I feel the biggest problem for me is the patch because teams like the Paris Eternal, who were on an upwards trajectory throughout the season, Mm -hmm. managed to win a tournament, can look like this. Yep. That is my problem. We have identified that there are teams that have a certain amount of um quality to overcome most metas. and then the tier one point five can like cover eighty percent of the metas, and if you hit them in the twenty percent, it gets very close. This time around, it actually looks like shock is one of the tier one point five teams, or there's actually like in within the t- tier one teams, there's also a ten percent probability of hitting them in a way that uh, I, makes think, it scary. I think that's more likely I like think that justice through scary. that match let's be yep. honest if you're 2 up there are very few scenarios where like even if you get counter during like d- due to corrections in the halftime you can counter correct during this right it's it's entirely possible you had their number you have a huge advantage it's like being 2 up is like an 80% win in most scenarios Then right so how is that possible how is it possible that Team 18 in the league is it Team team 18 or Team 19? I mean, we, we cannot really aggregate. Sure. Whatever. Comes in, gets one more player, because like, Justice wasn't significantly better than that. Uh,
4: team even 19 with
0: is what it says on our spreadsheet, by right. the way. Right. Right. Four, Four wins. And seventeen. Four minus wins. Minus 33 map differential. That's including so, bonus wins.
1: Let's also not forget, part of that property, why I think Shock uh, dropped into tier 1.5 now, is because they had to bleed a bunch of players. Yep. They wouldn't have like any Zarya issues when, if, if Sinatra was still here. Oh, nope. if, they, if they wanted to invest the same, like su is still out there, right? By the way, for everyone, just like public service announcement, if Zarya stays yep. around, there's a Sum and out there in the world. Um, but like that, that is, it's, it's frustrating. And okay. We watched together and I was delighted that this happened. Mm -hmm. I wanted them to win against the shock three zero East peace clap clap in order to clearly show just how broken this system is. If they three 0 justice, there's no argument anymore for you that this is like that. This is a fine system. The most dominant team in the Overwatch list history gets clapped out in a game that actually means a lot. And then, of course, there would be the defenders. Oh, yeah, well, last year, upper bracket, lower bracket. Yes. And yeah, but they like, it's not like the shock like on purpose lose that match. Right? No. Now, it's of course like there's there's something to be said about the um, the ability to use that specific loophole in uh, in that, that most certainly helped. Outside, I, I won't outside claim that the, it's the only thing though out, outside the spirit of the rule that was communicated to the public I don't okay. know if that's actually what's internally, be, uh, internally lived mm-hmm. and I hope for other teams to ridiculously exploit that possibly like it? for the top four at least but possibly yeah. even sooner yeah. and like Now, like, you can think about like the the positive thing for me is here, yeah, I don't believe the justice will disappoint in the next match. That's good. We're going to have a good playoff match the next uh, next yeah. weeks, right? with the Genuinely. justice around. Yeah. Like we're going to have a good uh, like the the quality of the remaining teams will probably reliably deliver pretty good matches. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's what you want for the playoffs.
0: By the way, right. for those just kind of wanting to know who that is, it's Washington against uh, Valiant. Valiant. And then they play the winners of Rain versus Mayhem. A word to. So that should be fun. And they play the well, losers of okay. Philly versus Shock.
1: Okay, so. Albert says instead that it's not an easy rule to exploit. You need a player to retire or to refuse or be unable to travel. Is it really that hard to have a player refuse? I'm just asking this ignorantly. It doesn't seem that hard. Can okay, Uncle refuse so like, to travel for, for the fuel had they stayed
2: in? I would guess.
1: I don't know if it has to, yeah.
0: like, here's a, It's not like could they refuse, it's will, would they. Right. Would
2: they? Yeah, that's that's the kind of devil's argument. I think it there, would be like, easier could to... you Could you coerce a player into refusing so that you could sign a better player once you got to top four? Or like even earlier? Look, I wouldn't pass put it past people that actually want their team to succeed. It's like, for instance... Sure, I think, there are, call... I think right. there are some people who would do that. I think there are some people who would do that. I think there are more people who wouldn't. Here's, here's
1: the thing. Let's say Valiant gets top four. Okay. It's top two in NA. They sure. have to go to Korea. And a meta crystallizes where apply can't really help his team. They really desperately need a new tank or something. Sure. What exactly holds him back from just saying I can't go? Nothing. Like it's nothing. A, it's I, I'm, but, but are we, like, have we have, a,
0: are we gonna have a new chipsa rule?
1: But what the... the 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 thing is like it it really reminds me of like when when i had to do mandatory military service and you there was like a way where you could just say yeah i'm, I'm basically a pacifist please mm-hmm. like, like let me do social yeah. services or something like that yeah, like yeah. that's just like a a letter you write without really clearly holding that intention mm-hmm. with the best intentions for everyone else because maybe you want to work like in a, sure. a retirement home or whatever right Like, if you really truly believe that you cannot contribute to your team or could not contribute better, and you're financially being taken care of the same way, is that that hard? I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. It doesn't feel that way. Right. So, also, like, for that rule to be applied that way, I wonder what kind of forces are at play there. Like, that's, it's a, that shouldn't happen. It just shouldn't. And, if it happened like this, it shouldn't have happened before top four, based on the spirit of the rule that was communicated to us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if your team then falls under the minimum requirements of players, yeah. which that's a disqualification.
4: Yeah.
2: By
1: rules. I, I, right.
2: Yeah. I, th- like, I don't understand why these rules keep getting malle- more and more malleable. I get COVID as a thing, I understand that. But to Yusuke's point, if this is about remedying and continuing the circus as we travel to you know into 2021 and into the you know grand finals as we're going to Asia, why is a team able to kind of loophole in one of the best players in the league who undoubtedly has helped them, you know, make this kind of dangerous lower bracket run? It it it's just disappointing again.
1: Yeah, apparently, like by the wording of the official rule, it doesn't specify that you would have to uh, fall under the minimum amount of players.
0: So that's Um, on the blog post. I don't know if there's an official rule PDF thing that expands on the rule more. Um, Right. You know, uh, the the coaches would have access to those things. But here's what the blog post says. As we continue to plan for the 2020 postseason, we are making a change to roster rules for the season to ensure teams can continue to compete as potential operational issues arise from now until the end of the 2020 overwatch league season. And this came out on August 11th from now until the end of the 2020 overwatch league season. If a team as a player retire, become unavailable to play due to COVID-19 or elect not to travel, that team may sign a free agent to replace that player. Any such replacement signing must be, expire at the end of the 2020 season and those players will become free agents for the 2021 season due to visa timelines and safety planning free agents must meet one of the following criteria to compete in the playoffs under this provision the free agent must have citizenship for a country in asia and the free agent must have an existing visa to travel to countries in asia
2: so to your point yes guy if akm just happens to come down with a with a cough, you know, just happens to be a little ill that day. And the Dallas Fuel Does, makes it to top four.
1: What's stopping th- them? Does uh okay. I don't know. I don't think it's a bit minor big problem. But if I'm the fusion and I think I get a I get a percent more win chance by signing Sumensu as my Zarya. And Chipsa therefore like can't fly out because he sure. like can only Whatever. travel by boat then, like, why not? By the spirit of the rule, anyway. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that that's the intention for for the Fusion to do that, but that's the loophole you built for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, the problem is we have such malleability in the rules, which is Mm -hmm. a positive aspect of this league that needs to be flexible to the challenges that it faces in the light of the global pandemic, right? And in the light of waning viewership. What it isn't good is that we take the property of malleability and let us be thrown around with it and mm-hmm. have people exploit it yes. to okay. the nth degree. Yep. That, and uh, don't get me wrong, I love that decays in uh, playoffs. Yep. I love that a player like this gets to compete there. I selfishly say that's kind of nice. Like it would have really
2: would like, have been disappointing to see him not in playoffs as yes. a. That, that kind of caliber of player, it would have been disappointing to not see him in the league past, you know, the the, the Dallas fuel kerfuffle. Yeah.
0: So, so like, Yeah, it, Chris, is, it
2: is bittersweet in a way.
0: So Christopher does bring up an interesting point. He says, I felt like players that came in on the rule should only be allowed to play after travel.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, which is, yeah. I think, a little bit interesting. Right? They're not traveling. They travel. um, there are a few other provisions there, right? Like if they fall ill to COVID um was i think one of them right so like that kind of doesn't like what if somebody actually genuinely does get sick and then you can't Mm -hmm. field that player but yes even then i think that there are ways that you can you know have the league front office determine (laughs) like yeah the the that's that whole
2: elect not to travel like i can just choose not to travel and then decay comes in and justice wins the overwatch league that's that that's a thing and like yes that that is unfortunate with covid but that's the kind of openness to the rules that that you've built and we're going to reap what we sow and that's what we've chosen to sow so this is what we're gonna get the only i'm not super like it feels bad like overall net negative for my opinion but we do get to see a, another good team in the playoffs. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at seeing Decay perform extremely well in the Justice. Not mad at that. Am I mad at looking at Paris out of the league well, that's after the winning an event? Yes, I am. That that's the problem. That's the problem
1: in all but of that's us, not right? justice though. It's that's not, not justice. Yes, it not, no like that. That's definitely like Partly the, justice, first, but it's not the first two a- a- attributes of it, yeah. like the K being signed, Washington being able to participate in that. Like, that's not the sad part about the Paris story. The sad part is that this team clearly wasn't as good as it was in aggregate over the season. And w- that we didn't use the same method to determine that they are a good team to determine if they can win the league. That's the problem.
0: I mean, can we talk about there might even be a bigger problem than that? It's the fact that we have end-of-season playoffs that are played on a different patch than the other four stages completely and or whatever stages breaks, however you want to talk about it. Sure. So in the end, you don't really have a representative way to crown the top anyway, especially when none of the teams are disqualified due to um, or don't qualify because they don't have a good enough yeah. record. Everybody was right. in. Right, Like, I'm sorry, the Uprising shouldn't have been in there. The Justice shouldn't have been in there. I get we're kind of in an unprecedented situation here. Mm. And a lot of it is scuffed. But the idea of even just like an end-of-season playoffs, and we've talked about this before on the show, it it loses a lot of its value once you realize that um, a team that's good enough to qualify plus getting the meta that they want or need can win a league that ultimately doesn't feel deserving for them to have won
2: nope and it's a point that i've kind of defended i i've kind of leaned into the whole unprecedented you know uh hero pools being quite uh, chaotic i think it's it's fair to have these teams in here I'm leaning into, or, or really attacking the idea of having these playoff patches. It's very clear to me that the direction of this game is still unclear. Every patch could just be an oopsie, and I think we hit an oopsie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we that that's the thing. It was always
1: like this. Every end-of-season patch yep. was a risk like this. Mm-hmm. The fact that it didn't hit it, for, anything for speaks to the quali- quality of those teams to be able to adapt. But... It is a problem, and I don't care that another esports does that. That's not an argument at all. That's also a trash and never Mm. as severe as it is with with us. Keep in mind that we're playing a meta archetype that, as far as I can remember, with like many teams playing double off tanks, was actually never a thing, and most definitely not this season. So, the patch isn't just that we have a playoff patch as a problem. The fact that when we play 70% 70% of double shield this season, and the devs say that's a bad idea, then the timing is ridiculously off. Uh, and this. now we're playing on this patch for the rest of the season while the world has moved on.
0: So I don't even know if we should talk totally about this it. right now. We're gonna, we're actually gonna table this because I want to have a conversation about what does the ideal Overwatch League format look like? Because obviously this isn't it. I've always been yeah. like, I think really against just the, the season long slog of regular sure. season games, the baseball right, that's the type stuff. I understand why it works for some things. I don't think it works very well for Overwatch League. I think that there's better solutions for it. I think you can raise the stakes for those incremental tournaments that are on specific patches. Sure. Think that there's a lot of like good ways to do that, but we're not going to talk a lot about of that. Interesting today. ways, yeah. Uh, we are going to. So, any more thoughts on the justice in general? Um, before we uh, okay,
1: let's. It, I feel like it's a little unfair because we're like we're talking about the, the orc around them, we're talking about the ownership, we're talking about what they were able to do. Let's also say Stitch looked way better than I and, would yeah. have ever imagined. It did
2: look good, he's still get being here
1: able to play that the meta really falls in, in fell into gotcha. the favor also by what the who, who these players were able to play but yes. the the heroes that they are able to play they also play well I can like that's not deny them the quality because these players there's no blame for on them right no. or even the, like sure. the coaches you do Whatever, like, if you are allowed to do this, this is a competitive format. If I can get away with it without it being considered cheating in some form or like mm-hmm. not playing by the rules, I take that,
2: right? By I, like, yep. if they have to drag me out by my teeth, right? Yep. So I, I don't that's even believe that. Doing. Like, remove Decay from this and put in like your average. Like, think of the average. Like, okay, Zarya. I still think Justice are a decent team. I don't think yeah. that they. I. I genuinely wonder if they still beat Paris. I don't think we'll get to Paris on why I think they lost. <sighs> would they get there? What was the I think, again? I think they would have got there. So Justice has to play Titans. I think they could probably beat Titans with the way that they're playing this meta. Yeah, they have to play the fuel, which again, I think is very, very doable. Maybe not three O's, maybe not. 2-0s. Okay. Here's the thing,
1: though. You got to consider if they don't have decay and they don't look this dominant. Are they
2: being so, picked you- so late? right in the the sure sure that that's agreeable i i can agree with that maybe maybe if we're maybe in this hypothetical dallas Mm. still has decay do they beat a dallas with decay Mm. or Mm. vice versa um hard question to answer i do think this is just a genuinely good team right now with this playoff patch they have a good read on things tuba looks very good stitch looks back in form am god looks fantastic arc arc looks good John who looks good. The front line looks good. This, this is a good team right now, and we I credit where credit's due. I, I want to make that a theme on this podcast where, like, I'm going to tell you your poop when you are poop, but I'm yeah. also going to give you credit when you're actually performing, yeah. and I think Justice is performing. It's not just Decay. I want to make that very, very clear to everybody in chat and everybody watching on YouTube. All you YouTube frogs, this isn't just a, oh, we signed Decay and we win. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a good team. This team is performing across the board very, very well.
0: let's uh let's go on to a a happier note not that it's a Mm -hmm. this was a sad note but let's talk about the philadelphia fusion for a second uh this was
2: a Uh, dude do we say it say it do say Say it it. say it i think they're clearly at least from projections as of today clearly the strongest team in na i'll give you one more joe
1: they're now favored to win the overwatch league I don't know about that. Whoa. I think, I I think the that. way the dominance, like also, of course, it has to do with how you think those metas match up Sure. between the scenes. I think Philly just looks monstrous right now. They look good. You working I, on an I article agree. with
0: Chris right now? Is that, <laughs> no, that's is that what's the, going on we, here? We're, we're done simping. We're is done that simping it? <laughs> that's <laughs> like, what that <laughs> sounds like to me.
2: No, no, no. Oh. I, think I think they're the team that has the best chance of beating Shanghai as of today. I'm not impressed with shock. I think um, I, I genuinely wonder how much hog f- or double flex tank, if we're going to call it that, was actually scrimmed in Asia. Um, if that's the case, I wonder how much extra effective practice um, a team like Shanghai has coming into the playoffs. And then I look at how much travel actually has to be done what the quarantine practice, a lot of variables for these NA teams going to Asia. And yeah, I mean, we'll get, maybe we can get into that more on Wednesday, but my, my chips are still on whatever Asia team gets out in first, probably winning the overwatch league just as of today.
0: I, can I just say though, like I do, I don't want to write off the shock yet. I'm not ready to just because they Mm -hmm. had a a tough first week and a meta that changed pretty quickly that we've seen, hundred percent shock be a little bit slower to kind of adapt to in the past. Like they've got a little I'd bit agree. of that NYXL syndrome where it's, I guess season they're, they're, one they're NYXL they're slow to get syndrome. off the line. This you isn't, know, this isn't slow. like a, a narrative anymore. They know what's this at stake. Coach Krusty is probably working right now. He's going to make it happen. They're going to be fine. Uh, I don't know if they're actually going to beat Philly or not, but I, I, I yeah, really, every time I look at this, I don't see a way in which Philly and shock aren't, shoulders and above the best two teams in NA and aren't the ones traveling. And I think ultimately for everything that sucked in this bracket, that's my last Mm -hmm. like solace (laughs) that I have on this bracket is even with all the misrepresented results and all the um, things that shouldn't have happened. The two best teams are still uh, looking to getting out of NA and traveling. It is
1: actually legitimately scary that, Shocks still stable. have a, an extra life.
3: It is scary, but it's also
2: terrifying to think about. Let's say the Justice, you know, happened to squeak by the Valiant. Let's say the Justice just happens to topple whoever wins out of rain mayhem. Then they have to play the Shock, a team who they admittedly took the to game five. Maybe they they're Cheerios that day. Maybe they have their Wheaties. Maybe they wake up on the right side of the bed. Washington Justice. There are there are worlds. I'm pulling a Doctor Strange. Not many worlds, but there are worlds. Yeah, where the Philadelphia Fusion advances your first seed in North America. Yeah, and the Washington Justice advances your second seed. Yeah, that is yeah. a world that that exists. Oh, that their match against Shock was a sixty forty as it
1: presented itself, and a sixty forty goes right 40 percent of the time by yep. friends like that yep. uh, if it gets this far we we're, we're in scary like
2: now I, I, I think we are misre- misrepresenting that point a little bit they do have to get through three or you know two two very strong teams before one two yeah no valiant is a good team right I, I still think that match is not like decided either way we'll get to that on wednesday i think the the next match after that whether it be rain mayhem i don't think that's decided either way and I don't I don't expect the shock just to be sitting on their hands since their quarterfinals match and just not have improved or not have practiced and don't look to try and make that 60 40 a little a little uh, spaced apart, give themselves a little bit more ground to be able to kind of win that match. But that said, there's a world where four wins
3: get you a, a grand final appearance.
4: Yeah.
2: And selfishly, I'm not mad at it because if they're the best team, then they're the best team and that's the team I want to see compete. But should they have been allowed to compete? Should Decay have been on this team to begin with? Should we be patching the game? We're not going back. Yeah, we're we're not not going going back back there. (laughs) Revisit all those questions, apply that here, and you see my point.
0: Yeah, go back 20 minutes, re-listen to that conversation. We're back here. And you know we're going to be talking about it in the off-season, so... You know oh, yeah. it's coming back. Oh, yeah. um, anything specifically stand out about why the um, fusion did so well? They were oh, number I... one seeds, so they got you know to pick their opponents, the sure. top of the bracket. Um, they kind of they probably had a pretty good idea who they were facing for the first two. Um, I'd be interested to hear if that's what Christopher had planned on, um, but I, I would assume probably so. Mm. but they just i don't know they just look good
2: they look fantastic coordinated as all hell can play both styles really well um i i if there was a team i think there are teams right now that have like a very full playbook and i think philadelphia has a, a very deep playbook that they can call upon and i don't think we've seen most of it just yet and that's not to say that I think Philadelphia is saving strats by any means, but I think if they wanted to, I think they could pull out some, some goofy stuff and uh, do incredibly well. I think this is a team that's very deep. A lot of the same talking points we went into this season talking about Philadelphia. This is a talent stacked roster, and I think you're starting to see that really come to, to light.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's then, can we hop over to Asia? Does that sound Okay. Any other thoughts? Do on we want to give
2: our commiserations to
0: Paris? Now that they've say farewell I mean, to it... Paris, we definitely can. Uh, I kind of got
2: to
1: I mean, there's still, let's talk about like in, in one group of the, uh, these other okay. three teams because they're sort of like in the same probability cloud for me now, in the same tier, if you want. Sure. Which is, of course, Valiant, Florida, and Rain, right? Okay. Um, of course two of them like Florida and Rain will play each other do you have a clear favorite there Joe because I don't I don't know
2: how the hell this game is no to not not particularly but that's also because I don't have the best read on things I need to look at these teams a little bit more granularly granularly mm-hmm. to really kind of see where their strengths lie their strengths you know wane a little bit uh atlanta seems a little bit just from like the offset seems a little bit more um hog agreeable Mm -hmm. um where florida seems to be able to to be able to field both sides of the fence a little bit uh easier uh that said that could change i think it's been very interesting to see that the teams coming in from play-ins are the teams that really rely on hog whereas a lot of the teams that are in the quarterfinals or have had the top seeds aren't as uh Locked into that as a style, I I think that that's I think that's going to be a trend going forward. I I really think we're going to see hog slow down quite a lot, which could spell disaster for some teams that have relied on it a little bit more heavily.
1: And like also just looking, let's okay quickly break down. Like we kind of see that Valiant and Florida kind of the same. Like it's a it's a five mapper. Pretty yeah. close. Um, then, like, what really surprised me is just how dominant they were over the Gladiators. Sure. Um, of course, like, the Gladiators didn't actually... No, no, they did. Like, j- But the last two two matches were kind of rough for them. Um, and then the rain is sort of weird to me. Kay. I don't know. Do, do you think, like... Mm. How do they match up to these other two?
2: that's the thing is it like it's so difficult because i have to fight myself to not look at a lot of the regular season evidence Mm -hmm. because if i was to look at the regular season evidence, i don't think justice has a chance in hell that they beat the valiant but i think Mm -hmm. it's very clear that they do and maybe they're even favored again we'll get to that on wednesday um yeah i i I, I hate to be that guy, and I openly criticize people who do this, but I genuinely do not know. It, it's going to take a lot of, like, spot-checking for the rain to kind of make me push them forward. My gut tells me it's Florida, but I really, it's, it's difficult to say. Yeah, it is difficult. It's a difficult match to call. And, and I don't think the next one is either. I don't think it's I don't think it's cut and dry. I don't think there is a clear favorite. I think there are arguments on both sides of the fence that you could say Justice makes it out. You could say Valiant, you know, clutches it. They have the coaching staff. They have the right players. They have a wider playbook, which I don't think is necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their tempo a little bit more. I think mm-hmm. if Justice continue to lean into the hog, and teams are getting more or they're, they're receiving more practice on and against it. Maybe they're more apt to beat it. Maybe they, they get their road stop here. It's, there's a lot of variables in this, this, new, this new Overwatch that are not easy.
1: Not easy to call. It's a, it's a hard one. Yeah. We want to just, without John, just move on to uh, Asia. I wanted to talk about Paris, you goon. Okay. Then wax lyrically, please. I'm sad.
2: Right. <laughs> that, no, that's not it. Um I so for all the Paris fans, for all the the Frenchies out there that that you know are are wondering why um I think all season long we've seen them kind of struggle to adapt to hero pools in particular and I think this is such a big change into like the dynamic of Overwatch that I view this kind of similarly to hero pools or at least analogous in some way that it did not look like they were adequately prepared. I I was not I think their control performance against the Justice in particular was uh flat. Um it looked like on map three they they had something planned. And I don't think like the sparkle on Zarya is like an admission of like we don't know what we're doing, we're putting sparkle on Zarya just because they hadn't run that two maps before you look at full sky industries point a in particular that map in particular there has been a historic trend to be able to play these long range hit scans so that makes you a little bit more predisposed to maybe play hogs Aria. maybe they thought it was just better they just did not perform I, I don't think this was the patch for them i i won't say that they're a patch team because i genuinely think that they are a good team across the entire season but this is such a big patch that you can have swings like the justice. You can have swings like the Paris, like just kind of said these tier 1.5 teams. You can, you can hit the numbers the right way and they, they drop out. So I, I, it's sad to see, uh, I'm sad to see him go. Cause there was a lot of hope. There was a lot of brackets that had Paris going pretty deep. And yeah. I think rightfully so. I think that that's a very fair take, but that's what you get with playoff patches. That's what you get with hero pools. That that's, that's what, that's this, the, the, the seeds that we've sown all season, and that's what we harvest. So, if that's not something you're looking for, voice your opinion. I I, I don't know how else to put it.
0: Did you uh, yeah. Did you mention about why XZ was missing or felt that he un- underperformed? Oh.
2: No, we didn't. I thought he I thought he did pretty good on Volskaya in I mean, particular. He, but I,
0: like, I think he did fine. But XZ had. I'm gonna make sure I find the tweet. Um, posted out a tweet saying that essentially he didn't practice all week. Um, I couldn't participate in practice for a oh, week due okay. to health problems, and I played suddenly on the day of the competition. Nico and mm. soon filled my vacancy well, and all the team members worked hard and did well. Um, so there's, there's also like that aspect, right? Where it's just kind of like... Sure, yeah.
2: I didn't catch that. That's a good... Yeah. I mean, that has to be added into that as well. Um, it, it's, it sucks it's 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 really unfortunate that a team with that kind of potential kind of got gambled out. Yeah, Xe couldn't play 100% and that's that's really not going to help the situation. But yeah, I don't know. Rest in rest in pepperonis, Paris. Paris, you were fun. We'll see you next I think season. you were
0: one of the highlights of my season as far as just teams to follow oh, certainly. and watch. Um, we were way wrong on them. Um, I
2: wouldn't take away from the season performance as a whole. I, yeah. I think the stuff that they were able to do this season against the odds, against mm-hmm. a lot of people really questioning if this yeah. roster would work, I think was was fan fantastic. If I do say so myself. So, uh, cheers to you. Cheers to the French fans! You have a team to cheer for. Che- cheers to the European fans out there that actually have a, a team to cheer for now that's actually good. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see in 2021.
0: Let's clap them off. Yep. Clapping them off. Yep, yep. And let's go on and talk about Asia because we are, to asia we, this. Uh, I don't know this. This episode's getting a little long in the tooth. Um, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> A lot 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 of games, to be fair. A lot of games a lot of games. and True, yeah. so we're heading over to the Asia side, and let's start looking at this bracket. We'll kind of just do the same thing, kind of go chronologically here. Uh, London does not overcome Chengdu, which I think um, was I the only one who picked London?
4: I think I, might I have been yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. So anyways, London's gone. Any thoughts on that? Like that, honestly, I feel like that's kind of a a sad uh farewell Very sad. in itself. I think London London is the Atlanta reign of Asia. Where they should have been a lot better. And they should have I can a see lot that more. I, <laughs>
2: I kind of position them almost like a bizarro valiant where okay. yeah, they, came, they came in with like next to no expectations. And rumor had it that they were like absolutely inting, like not performing well preseason practice at all. And people were very down on them. Coming into NA didn't look half bad, kind of exceeded expectations a little bit. Not a good team. Still, probably around bottom five, but not not completely what we were sold in the preseason. Obviously, with the the travel and what you know them moving to Asia for whatever reason, never really got to pan out. Probably didn't help morale much not to be able to beat up on Boston and maybe take a game, couple games off the the regular season. Justice, if we're gonna call them that, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of a little bit disappointing there. I think um, difficult region as well.
0: Yep. So um uh,
2: good players. I hope I, I hope the best for them. I, I hope they they land on their feet in twenty twenty one. I think they have a good core to build around. So yeah.
0: So the I next so the next day, Chengdu turns around and they play NYXL, they lose in five maps. yeah Uh what does that um say to you about NYXL right now?
3: Uh, it's it's difficult because it's
2: it's this patch I, I is it nyxl is it this patch the asia in general seems to be very dive centric whether that's ball dive with chung do monkey C being a, quite the staple um and, and another school of thought or the the leader of the opposite school of thought when compared to the, the hog double flex tank style um Sabiobi looks pretty good. Uh, outside of that, yeah, I, I really... I don't know how far NYXL goes. I really don't. Um, it is weird to me to look at, like, Seoul's game versus Guangzhou and look at the oddity and compositions that they're running. Is that going to catch New York off? Historically, it seems to uh, play in the other team's favor, if that's the case. I I don't know how far this this double dive... DPS line goes. I really don't.
0: So I, I do want to say there are yeah. people who think Sabi be popped off this weekend. Like was a madman on its hair. Yeah. Are you, do you believe in that or no, no, no.
2: I think that they've positioned him to be able to do that. Um, But I don't, I I really wonder if the consistency is there anymore. Um, I I think he has put up Mm. a good performance. Uh, But that said, I I really don't know how far this team goes. Yes, I I, I think players can have their day. I won't chalk this up to good performance or just, you know, completely write it off rather. Um, But there again, you're also playing against the Chengdu Hunters, a team that is not a good team. It's a little chaotic. So you're kind of given the space to be able to kind of perform up to a potential and and kind of do things other teams aren't going to be able to allow you to do. And I think we did see that versus Shanghai, Um, or at least limited in some way. Um, What this team looks like against Guangzhou in the lower bracket has me scratching my head because it seems like the charge are very sniper focused. Um, And if there has been a criticism, all season, it has been Sabiobi's performance on these, you know, mid to long range hit scans. And if New York continues to play with him, what does that look like? Do they have an answer to the Widow? Are they going to match the Widow? Do they sub in Nene? Where is Nene? I don't know. It's, it's not, I, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't take away Sabiobi's performance, but I do put some asterisks behind it. I do wonder if that's a couple things going right couple, you know, finding the right team. Is that, is that the selling point for this team going forward? Is that something you're willing to put your bet on? I'm not mm-hmm. personally.
4: Yeah.
0: We're going to talk about the other teams that they're going to be playing against. Cause I think Guangzhou is really interesting. Right. Uh, but I want to, mm-hmm. I want to quick talk about a team that has outperformed expectations and that has been the Seoul dynasty The Soul Dynasty come in 3-0 Hangzhou and then they 3-0 Guangzhou. Both the Zhou's gotta go. So, um won't come up with those on the spot anymore. Uh Uh-oh. Hello?
4: I'm here. Keep sleeping on profit.
3: Wake up to a
1: nightmare. We need to put that on. It happened again. And happen again
2: it, it, it would happen again right if uh, we look at all the playoffs and we look at who wins where it's funnily enough the two weird playoff patches you see profit and gesture just coming back into favor you know reminding everybody that uh they did win season one and uh they can put on a show for uh season three when you have such a weird playoff so uh yeah i wouldn't be I I genuinely wouldn't be surprised to see Soul make it out at second. Genuinely wouldn't. That's 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 what we're that's what we're sowing. I think that's the the theme of the show for me is we we're gonna reap what we sow. And every time we have these crazy kooky zany playoff patches that everybody's super excited about, but uh we, we don't really see much change in Umbridge, At least not North America, I can't speak for Asia. Change it. in
3: numberage.
2: Um, you know what I mean.
4: Yeah.
2: Um yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't. It's what's what we're gonna get. We're gonna get these teams that kind of uh, show up, have a lot of firepower, can pound early, and they don't have to worry about getting refined out. And that's the Soul dynasty. And I think you can. I I'd quickly identify why that is. Yeah, they have they have profit. They have gesture. Fitz is not somebody to sleep on. I wish he was hey, better weird. than he was actually this season. you like, sure?
1: He was he was kind of announced to me as like just like a. In that case,
2: but mm-hmm. it was fairly quick. I think, I think souls had some I don't know about that team, whether it's playing double flex, not double flex tank, but like, um, moving one of your flex tanks to main tank, you know, adding in one of your two way players to kind of come in and be an emergency kind of flex tank during these last few weeks. I, I don't know what's going on with this team. I in not, my mind, but in my mind bizarre. they keep
1: Glister and this season looks a little different. Um, and this these playoffs might look a little sure. different. Sure. Um, but yeah, like um it's 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 playoffs, right? Like mm-hmm. um, here we are. That's that patch, baby. Just flip it on, flip it on. Like I mean, okay. It, it, it's not like absolutely the case that every time playoffs comes on that uh, profit no. and gesture is turned on like they certainly did do it in season two they did not and they also didn't do it like during certain uh, tournaments this year sure. right? they did it for one mm-hmm. so um, it but it's it's an interesting change and okay how would it, how would you feel about Seoul,
2: for instance winning the season soul any of the season i think it's a lot more palatable um maybe it wouldn't be if we were back in uh Blizzard arena maybe if if all the teams are playing against each other maybe if the travel plans go out as, as follows and and so really kind of uh has the opportunity to properly poo the bed mm-hmm. um, maybe i wouldn't be um but the world we live in right now i, I i'm not happy about it but I think I that would be much more palatable when looking at some of the other teams.
0: How do you feel about a Guangzhou Justice Grand Final?
2: <laughs> um, who wins that? I guess would be determinant
4: of
0: Valorant. Uh, I think Valorant teams. Oh, okay, yes, <laughs> When, win that one. Uh, a lot of great yeah, new coaching and player talent coming in.
2: I'm. I'm not happy about uh, a charge justice final for the 2020 title, but uh, if they're the best teams, I don't know. Like, I, I I have to, for my own sanity's sake, I have to kind of quit being a curmudgeon at some point and and just try to enjoy things. And if those are the two best teams, then so be it. That's I what I feel the, worse about. That's what one, the game's gonna be. Then here we
0: are. I don't know why I feel worse about a Guangzhou grand final than I do about a Seoul grand final, but I do. Really. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Hmm. Maybe it's just because they have Soul in the name. It's like, oh, it's (laughs) esports. I don't know. (laughs) It's just esports. Would it? ah,
2: hmm. Yeah, I guess Soul would be. Let's see, out of the teams remaining, is there a team I would dislike more going out as the second seed? Oh, Yeah, I probably would be Soul. I wouldn't be mad at New York. I wouldn't be mad at Charge. What if you get Soul? Probably the last team.
0: You get. You get dynasty upsetting Shanghai. If Shanghai
2: doesn't get to go, NYX
0: or, uh, and then Guangzhou beats NYXL in
2: Shanghai. I will be pissed.
0: Can you imagine? Speaking of hypotheticals, go someone Go put $5 down for that line for me at your local betting. Store. Oh yeah. That's go put $5 bet. down on my line at uh, that line.
2: I don't think it's that terrible of a bet either. Good odds. The patch. You don't know what's going to happen. It's a big patch. Thanks, Y'all. I'm, <laughs>
1: I mean, that, yeah, it, it looked like a pretty good uh, NYXL punch, like we said last week. Like, just like if it Every was actually looks like a good NYXL. Pinch, no, bro. but I like, okay, he is. H- Hotbar is actually a player, though. Um, yes.
2: Where has he been all season? Not on hog. Sure. Uh, again, like, I agree that like a lot of a lot of things can be spun in NYXL's favor, but it seems like it never is the case. Sure. Is this the case?
0: Maybe. Maybe it is. Once I don't you know. you stop spinning but, in NYX. But I'm tired favor. of trying to spin
2: things
1: NY, yeah, NYXL's way. You, right? you like don't that. get it. When, when you're at the moment <sighs> of desperation, you're completely yep, yep. broken after having yep. thought they can do it for ah. two seasons, having basically played through 100% of the regular season. Mm-hmm. After you're completely at your wit's end and it has yep. transformed you, they will deliver. That's yeah, how it okay, works. Sure. That's
2: how the universe takes... Fantastic. Let's see it happen. Let's see it happen. I, we, I feel like we've had this discussion at the beginning of this, this season. I feel like we've had this discussion at the end of last season. In the middle of last season, like, okay, what is that? I'm like still gonna turn on? Here's here's a hot take and a preview for well, maybe th- maybe this will change if they actually look a little bit more consistent. And I think they, they have a chance to. I don't know that you can fix this on yxl i think they're just kind of stuck and plateaued and i really would like to see a big structural shift like big like massive
1: oh oh god chat, don't don't overstate what, what i'm saying i definitely think soul looked like the better team i'm just saying
0: what what are right, like, what this is i chat i don't get what show you guys listen to sometimes i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know what station you're tuned into they
2: they just they latch on a couple of words they latch on the feeling and then they run with it they're station? like are you saying
0: Ed White's going to win what Sirius XM satellite radio in middle of Kansas station are you listening to right now AM radio uh, but yeah is this way I talk about
1: Wittgenstein's ruler where I just teach the people something
0: what you need
1: to see? Break. There's there's a thing called <laughs> Wittgenstein's ruler, right? Is this like Occam's razor's brother? Yeah, it, basically this difference, right? The 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 opposite, right? Okay. Occam's razor is like, okay, let's take the uh, oh, wh- no. what's the most likely scenario in that, yeah. and let's not yeah. over, you know, like interpret like the the chances because they look like, uh, cool, right? Wittgenstein's ruler is. If you interpret something or like think something in a specific way, it says more about you than it does about the thing that you talk about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you are being measured instead of the thing that you're measuring by right. saying some stuff. Yeah. So that's chat. You revealed yourself just now. <laughs> what did it <laughs> reveal? <sighs> S- extremely small craniums, very, oh, okay. very
2: good. Let's just yeah. abuse the fans. Yeah, great. That's that's
1: proven to
0: be <laughs> oh, <you> in <Is>, <laughs> the past. Is Occam's but, Razor the um, imperial measurement of? Oh my god, not this one! Lincoln's <sighs> ruler is that? Is that what I'm understanding here? <laughs> uh, that,
1: that, that the American version is John's popsicle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Blue lips and all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, I met
1: Peppa Smurf on the road.
2: <laughs> we need to fix your head, boy. We need to fix your head.
0: Oh. I think that's, I think
2: that's <laughs> a perfect time to call it. This has been long in the teeth. Like as John. Uh. I do.
0: Sorry. So here's the thing. We can't stop it though, because there are, there are two things I want to discuss quickly. Okay. Okay. Uh, Guangzhou. What's yeah. your read on Guangzhou here? So Guangzhou loses three zero. They only had, we only saw him for one match. They lose to dynasty. Mm. Are you at all no. worried about the number two seed in Asia falling to NYXL or, um, most likely Seoul uh, if they play again,
2: I, I I think I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worried. Um, but I don't know that it's even fair to kind of position it as a worried. Um, it is a little bizarre, but I think that's just a patch. I think Asia's um style is really starting to show itself in the lower bracket with uh, what I guess we're calling pig's feet. Thank you, uh, Wolf, for this uh, beautiful naming convention. Mm-hmm. Um, with with Hog and Sigma, which I'm still like not sure on, like how it works, why it works, that kind of thing. Again, something I'm going to have to actually take some time to look at before next weekend. Um, it looks to be something that that Asia thinks is as strong enough to be able to run on certain positions. Um, yeah, Charge I think has, I, th- I think they're very confident in running Happy exclusively. The other DPS seems to be uh, a rotating door. I really wonder how that though, that style versus NYXL is going to to kind of match up. That's that's the kind of narrative I'm heading into that match with. Like what does NYXL do against Charge? I won't say that the Charge has the upper hand because of that, but it is like the the question I'm looking to see answered. Maybe mm-hmm. I won't, but yeah.
0: Um and then the other question I had Was, Mm -hmm. um, are you at all concerned about Shanghai dragons right now? Nah. Nothing. There's, there's a few people and I want to give it out, get it out there for chap. There's a few people (laughs) who are saying Shanghai didn't look super strong against NYXL in their one match.
4: Hmm. I mean... I
0: didn't
2: really see that.
0: I mean, yeah, they dropped a map. They did. But
2: when hasn't Shanghai dropped a map? I don't know. Let's call it. Yeah. Not not the the cleanest team ever. Um, but still odds on favorite, still look like the strongest team. Maybe not uh as clear as the past or in as in past metas, but I think they're that's always been the case.
0: I don't think it huh. was like the the best showing that I would have expected in that matchup, but sure, you know, again, they don't have to show up at one hundred percent to beat most of these teams, just like eighty oh. percent and it's and then and it's it, a decisive three one. Mhm
4: They can call uh, upon that uh that
2: championship uh, air. I don't know what it is about some of these teams that just can kind of stay mentally tough throughout the whole series. and you know. Even two games up you still have to beat Shanghai and that's not an easy feat they they seemingly don't uh, dwindle in performance as the series goes on they they have a quite the large gas tank so yes they map. do they drop a map they drop a map it is what it is
0: yes they do they drop a map you're allowed to drop a map and still be a good team guys <laughs> I'm gonna say it it's true. It's true they uh, kind of
1: like set a medical kiss and that anyway have been so over who? the entire season. Sadomasochist?
0: Sadomasochist? Sadomasochist. Oh, Sadomasochist. Is that how you saying it? Yeah, yeah, Sadomasochist is uh, it's a Philadelphia fusion coaching technique. Um, Sadomasochist. Sadomasochist. Yep, right. nope, nope, All right.
2: Just check all of them boxes. <laughs> nice. them I was really, I was really proud on. of that one. Dang. I I, I liked it. I, I just don't it know was... if the algorithm well. We'll have to see. I, I thought it was... We're gonna get tagged as a BDSM
0: or something. Now we will because you said it. I
2: think we were already
1: there, Joe. Thanks a I lot. I mean, we dude. talk about subs so often on this show, anyway. Why so do true. we never talk about tops?
0: <sighs> Why don't we just let all right, chat? Thanks so much for being here. We'll love you a ton. Hope you had a lot of fun today. <sighs> uh, should be a nice long one for you to kind of digest over the next couple days. Yiska, give us a big thanks to our patron producers, if you will. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: you get it. Do it. <laughs> <Okay. All> right. <laughs> um, right. Thank you to Refined Bean. Wait, am I? Yeah. Refined Bean for the new Pin battle crap. Kochi Kopi, Rexane, Audi Compass, Kasha67, Chara, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tane, Fable Steven, Roger B, Owen, Chris R3444, Horbjorn. I listen to this podcast whilst on the toilet, in the shower, thinking of Jiska and Blaukraut bleibt Blaukraut and Brautkleid bleibt Brautkleid.
0: All your L's and R's
1: are
4: the same. Thank
0: you. It's so weird. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thanks so much uh, for being patron producers. If you like the show you want to support go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch we really appreciate it any level of support and we've got some cool things uh we'll be announcing when our next uh, game night is on wednesday we need to do two of them this month because uh august got away from us a little bit because i was traveling so we're definitely doing two and of course if you stop being a patron or a sub but you were last month of course you'll get the same patron perks and all that good stuff um, new uh, new subs, Joe. I put the put it in the patron things, but who do we got for subs? I put it in
2: the patron. Uh, oh, um, boy, Peggy coming in with a new subage, a uh, suds and bubbles. Uh, specs, GG, M, Miss Pixar Riot, Pixie Riot. Hopefully, I'm getting that right. Apologies. Are I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's French. Who knows? Um, and, uh, FK and Picasso, thank you all for your, uh, sub-age patronage support. Um, and if, uh, COVID's got, uh, your wallet in a stranglehold, you can obviously go on iTunes and leave that five-star review and, uh, support us there. Uh, it's free and it helps us, uh, you know, grow the show. So thank you to anybody who decides to do that. And thank you for
0: tuning in. Absolutely um let's do some shout outs for the week where people can find us i'm gonna go first hey i never go first i'm gonna go first um i'm kind of doing a couple of different things number one we are kind of if you're into more of like technology audio video streaming gaming type stuff that's not specifically always around overwatch or valorant i've got my discord set up discord.me slash kick tripod uh talking about my new pc build stream redesign if you ever need somebody to eq your mic for you i do that for free in one of the channels um you can also follow me on youtube at kicked so youtube.com slash tripod follow me everywhere else at kick tripod i'm also doing a little bit more streaming um all my computer stuff gets here on thursday and friday and then I'm not going to have my new graphics cards yet, so I'm going to have to put the old graphics cards in, but everything else is going to be new. And I'm really excited about that. So um, I'm really... Man, it's just going to feel good. I haven't honestly... There's I've upgraded a couple of pieces, but I haven't changed this computer since 2014. It's been a while. It's time.
1: Damn, that's a long time. Yeah. It is
0: a long time. Now, like, to be fair, it was a nice computer then. And mm-hmm. I wrote it to the ground for six years, but mm-hmm. it's just time, you know. Mm-hmm. So, True. Anyways, uh, Yiska, what about you, man? Shoutouts for the week. Where can people find you? What's going on? Um, well, sort
1: of like reporting season as well. Um, looking at some fe- feature stuff. I want to get deeper into doing interviews. I uh, really enjoyed doing the one with um, Christopher. Um, like the fine gentlemen that usually hang out here uh, in chat. I got to definitely like, I think, for instance, uh, Albert would be a dope guest for a contemplative interview episode. Um, Yeah, and uh, just overall covering playoffs. I wrote a piece on Friday just like talking about how the season went for some of those teams that went out and where the journey might go based on the information that we got. And maybe I will return to that, uh, just for the ones that uh, got faded on on uh, day two, all right? So, we'll see.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, Joe, what about you, man? Shoutouts to the work. we'll find you?
2: It's on the socials everywhere. All the same usual locations. Um, this week. Uh, uh what am I doing? Let's look. We're gonna remember together, chat. Here we go. I know one of them's. We uh, got some Valorant content, some speculative pieces, um, some some think pieces. I'm um, looking at some of the narratives for the Overwatch League playoffs uh, across multiple seasons, and looking how they line up, and maybe how they've repeated themselves, and then looking at a uh, a little general uh, entry into why Roadhog is being played, why he's good, why he's bad, you know, for for the chat. So that's what you can expect uh, out of me this week go go read uh the christopher interview it was very good and the only reason why we sound as good is because mr horseman over here uh set us up and uh got us all customization correctly so go go support that and go uh write that or read that stuff like his subscribe on that that JS.
0: go yeah. um do you so i was gonna ask you are you gonna do any shadowlands content
2: uh, like creating it yeah I hadn't thought of it, but uh, maybe mm. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I don't know where it would go
0: yeah uh, i've got I've maybe. got the hankering for some wow content and to make really? some wow content and I just don't know like oh. I can't tell if it's a fleeting thing or not it's been like kind of earworming me for hmm. the last couple weeks and I'm like, is now the time? I don't know. I don't think so. We'll talk. talk. Yeah, we'll talk. Anyways, uh, thanks again, Chad, for being here. Hope you had a ton of fun today. We will be back on Wednesday at noon for another episode of Tactical Crouch. Until then, bye.